Brought to you by PrayLatin.com, makers of prayer cards featuring complete English phonetic renderings of Latin pronunciations. Benedict the Sixteenth has spoken. No, not on the end of the Latin Mass and the end of his landmark work as Pope, the document Samorum Pontificum. No, Benedict chose to speak about something else of major importance in the Church, the German bishops and their de facto schism. Lost in all the talk about the suppression of the Latin Mass has been the work of the German bishops for the past year to embrace pretty much everything the outside world wants the Catholic Church to embrace, including the sin that cries out to heaven that Pastor Jimmy Martin of the Jesuit Church seems to be a big fan of, as well as the ordination of people that the world insists that we ordain. It's a huge story that not many Catholics seem to be talking about, despite the fact that Francis has expressed his full support for the work of the Germans, and their example will be an example that the bishops around the world will follow if they are permitted to continue down this path. And since I just said Francis embraced it, you know that others will as well. And at the core of this, says Benedict, the core of this is a lack of faith. Not merely keeping membership in the church on paper, but keeping and living the faith. Rorate Chaley had tweeted out something from a priest on this subject that should be in the back of our minds as we go over this, and it's about the recent traditional Latin Mass news that has sort of dominated all of commentary lately. But it's directly related to this as well. Quote, Beloved, there will be great trials and difficulties in the near future for those of us who want to remain faithful to Christ and true to the Christian faith. Even worse, from inside the church, directed against the faith received, from the apostles, against the traditional liturgy, which is both the expression of the apostolic faith and a precious gift received from the apostles, and enriched over the centuries. We will not abandon the holy sacrifice of the Mass celebrated in the traditional form that we have received from our fathers in the faith. On the contrary, we will find the chalice of our Lord here. End quote. Not merely the liturgy, which is of supreme importance for itself for the liturgy, is the expression of what we believe as Catholics, made real in front of us every Sunday and every day at the Mass, but the apostolic faith itself, the dogmas and the doctrines and everything that makes it up. For now we are seeing a vision of Catholicism emerge that is purely works-based, purely based on the material and the concerns of the material. And it's a caricature of the faith that our so-called separated brethren among the followers of Luther and Calvin like to hit us with, and Benedict notes it well here. Our story comes from a German outlet, headline from NTV. Benedict admonishes German church spokesman. Benedict isn't pleased with the schism that the German prelates are leading. It is a de facto schism or even an apostasy, since I get the first and foremost of the core of this is faith or the lack thereof. But it also is a de facto schism or even apostasy, since the Germans have said everything is up for grabs. The church in Germany will be utterly indistinguishable from that of Luther or Calvin if they get their way, and Benedict is having none of it. Quote, Benedict XVI has been here for eight years. He is no longer pope. Nevertheless, he still speaks out on church issues. He is sending a clear message to important officials in Germany. Official texts are largely written by people for whom belief is only official. End quote. That leaves something of desire in translation. What he is saying here is that the official documents of the German bishops are written by people who view the faith as a formality, as a membership in an organization, as a brand, and as not as something divine that comes with obligations. And he's not wrong about that. Quote, 
Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI goes to battle with officials of the Catholic Church in Germany. As long as only the office and not the heart and the spirit speak in church official text, the excerpt from the world of faith will continue, he writes in answers to questions in Herder Correspondence. Benedict expects churchmen to offer a real personal testimony of faith from, from the spokesman of the church. In the church institutions, schools, caritas, many people are involved in decisive positions who do not support the internal mission of the church and thus often obscure the witness of this institution, criticized the former Cardinal Joseph Ratzinger. Official texts of the church in Germany are written largely by people for whom the faith is only technical, end quote. He goes on and says that membership in the church does seem to apply to the contents of much of the writing coming from the prelates of the church these days in Germany. And if you're having trouble following along, what Benedict is talking about is the secularization of the institutions of the church, of, of this attempt of turning the church into a technical or even mere charity organization. It's the stripping of the gospel of Christ of its universal call to repentance and holiness, and instead presenting the gospel of Judas with his works-based doctrines. Benedict uses a term that translates into de-worldization, which means that the church must break from the worldly. In the Church of the New Advent that is focused on the worldly almost exclusively, that is practically heresy, especially since Francis just called for a uh, um, novus ordo seclorum in the world after all the mess of the recent past is finally sorted out. What Francis has done is let the mask completely come off, and he is the embodiment of what the Germans are up to, but magnified in potential times a thousand. But what will the effects of this be for the church in Germany? Benedict has some thoughts on that. Quote, the word deworldization indicates the negative part of the movement I am concerned with, namely stepping out of speech and the practical constraints of a time into the freedom of faith, emphasized Ratzinger. The positive aspect of this movement, which he called for, was not sufficiently expressed. In the speech at the end of his visit to Germany in 2011, Benedict noted the increasing distance of considerable parts of the baptized from church life. The church, therefore, has to keep distance from its environment. It has to de-worldly, become de-worldly, as it were. At the time, he said, in order to fulfill its actual mission, the church must again and again make an effort to break away from the worldliness of the world. End quote. Becoming less worldly. In the Francis Church of the springtime of the new advent, that's again practically heresy. If anything has characterized the church in recent years, it's partnership with the world, and that is not limited to the institutions of the church under Paca Papa Francis. That includes every pope since Paul VI getting very, very cozy with the secular rulers, giving major addresses to their international organizations, partnering with the Leviathan to some degree. Just now under Francis, this is so much more obvious and over the top that people are realizing that what is going on isn't really right at all. This clearly is a lack of faith in the supernatural and a total embracing of the ways of the world. The more well-known German outlet, Kath.net, offers words of Benedict that were spoken that might be a dig at Francis's latest move against the traditional mass, though, or at least are a mediating tone in his critique of the Germans. Benedict says, quote, Benedict warns the church against a flight into pure doctrine, which in his view is completely unrealistic. A doctrine that would exist like a nature reserve separated from the daily world of faith and its needs would be at the same time a renunciation of faith itself, said Benedict literally. Doctrine must develop in and out of faith, not stand beside it. End quote. Benedict appears to be saying here that what we believe is as important as what we do as our works, if not more important, and that the two are inseparable. 
The temptation we face in our times as Catholics broadly is to run either to pure works or pure doctrine, and that would be an error. To put it most simply, we are still called to do the corporal and spiritual works of mercy, to both care and provide for the poor, and to spread the gospel of Christ. It isn't a one or the other thing for us. Our works and our faith are linked inseparably together. For our Lord commanded us to care for the poor as we would care for him, that in our caring for the poor we would display our love for him, and that without our works our faith is dead, merely official to use Benedict's phrasing. Except for the church in Germany, which seems only to care for the works as defined by the world meaning works that are of value to the world and not to the church, or worse, stand opposed to what the church has said and taught consistently throughout her very long history. Faith and works can be twisted into a caricature of all that we see in the church in our time by becoming too closely aligned with the world. This is something that the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops should take note of as well, since they accept the funds from Caesar in America all the time, to the tune of tens of millions of dollars annually which then shackles the church and keeps it from speaking the truth to those who need to hear it most, those who do the work on a grand scale that opposes everything the church and our Lord stands for in the world, including organized service to Moloch and the James Martin issue writ large. Again, he is talking about the lack of faith in the German hierarchy, and by extension, among the laity, for the laity are helping drive a lot of this. Of course, there are good, strong Catholics holding firm to the faith in Germany and elsewhere, but by and large, this is a top-to-bottom issue in the church in Germany. Worldliness, and a lack of separation in our lives from the world and all its false promises. And Benedict is, of course, correct. The church, not only in Germany, but in much of the world, has become too cozy with the world, and there needs to be a concerted effort to re-emphasize the faith by the church at all levels, to preach the gospel, not only from the heights of the papacy, which would be great by itself, in the episcopate, but also the typical layperson must do this as well. Once upon a time, this was common sense for Catholics, but we live in an age where common sense is in short supply, and the dogmas of the faith are not understood by, mo by well, most Catholics anymore. If they were, and if they were believed by the typical Catholic, then the dogma of there being no salvation outside the hallowed halls of the church would be accepted by the laity. But in practice, we know that's not true. Talk about the most important work, the spreading of the gospel, the salvation of souls. But no, the institutions of the church are today so wrapped up in the worldly that they have become indistinguishable in many ways from their secular counterparts, right down to adopting their methodology and values. And in many ways, the life of the typical Catholic is indistinguishable from that of the rest of the world. And we are called to something higher, something more noble, something, dare I say, holy. And the institutions of the church should reflect that, but in our times clearly don't. By embracing the values of the outside world, the German bishops do the church no favors. They embrace a false gospel and flirt with apostasy if they haven't embraced schism and apostasy already. Now, personally, I hope that Benedict speaks soon about Traditionis Custodis, but I doubt that will happen, since everything he does is clearly curated by his handlers in the Vatican. He's obviously not free to speak on that or any other issue without his handler, Archbishop Gonsvein, looming over him. We'll probably have to wait until he goes on to his particular judgment to find out what he thinks of Francis the Great and Merciful undoing his papacy's landmark work. But nonetheless, what he said here is important, not only for the church in Germany, but for the church everywhere. We really do need to separate the institutions of the church from their all-too-close alliances with the world, with all the would-be Caesars and their dirty silver coins. The church is called to much more than we have been living, and it's time for Catholics to realize this and act accordingly cannot sanctify the world by embracing the methods of the world, by embracing its ideas. 
So that's Benedict's latest. If you want to read what he has to say for yourself, I have links to those pieces posted in my show notes at returntotradition.org. Just be warned, they're in German, so you're going to need to run them through a translating uh, algorithm of some kind. Now, again, that's over at my uh, website, returntotradition.org. That's the name of this podcast with a .org at the end. Skip past the Patreon pop-up. There's no paywall for my sources, unless you want to, of course, you know, become a patron of the channel, which is great. I get emails all the time asking for my show notes are, and that is where you can find them. Sometimes takes days or even weeks for me to respond to emails, so please check the sources blog for the links to the articles. That all having been said, what did you think of Benedict's words? Is it too little, too late? Let me know in your com. Let me know what you think in the comments below, and like and subscribe and hit the bell if you haven't. It really does help. And as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.